Episode 63 of the Busting Balls Podcast. He's John. I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us, bustingballspod at gmail.com. You're listening to us through our native SoundCloud feed, soundcloud.com slash busting dash balls, or the PWOM Podcast Network, soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only. And you can hit us up on Spotify, search Busting Balls Podcast. Today's topic. The 2021-22 fashion show. John Jeffrey commenced their long-delayed look at what's on the grassy runway for this season. John, what's happening, brother? Well, the uh, the continuing campaign for a statue for Divock Origi had its latest contribution last night. Oh, oh my God. Oh, boy. You, you're really going to go there, huh? <laughs> I, I'm gonna go, I, I mean... Did you see the celebrations afterwards? Clough and the whole bench just emptying. Well, actually, uh, no, because I was actually out of the grocery store when it happens. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I mean, the other thing we said, oh, sorry, one of the the great misses from Diogo Jota as well, as the not the real Jota, as I keep getting told by my co-host here. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Damn the, uh, right. Ran the keeper anywhere but. Took the two men on the line, he scores, and he hits it straight at one of the men. God damn it. But who needs that when you've got a hero, you know, you've got literally the super sub. He should have that S on his chest when he comes on. I don't care who he plays for. Get him his cape. Get him those underpants outside his clothes. Get him (laughs) that outfit because he is the man. Is he though? Is he though? Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Divock have you have you not did you do you remember the five all equaliser with an overhead kick against Arsenal? The last minute winner against Everton when it looked like it was going to be nil-nil, the two goals, including the winner against Barcelona, and a goal in the Champions League final. Yeah, well, yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. Oh, we got oh, yeah. echo again. Uh I mean, no, I mean it's all good, you know. You know, but yeah, I I did miss that because I was actually out of the grocery store when that happened because I was trying to get back in time for uh, a different game that was happening yesterday, which we will talk about uh, as we uh, we will talk about as we go on. But uh, yeah, the Premier League was not high on my mind this weekend because, uh, yeah, midweek uh, was a bit of a bastard for me. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, let's talk that first goal in that game that we're, we're going to hear. You know, that 
You know, the, fir- the, whole- the first goal was was you know a thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you've probably seen it by now, but let, let's go. You know, Dav, a corner comes in. Dav de Hair is trodden on by his own player and just falls down as the ball is cleared. Obviously, he's hoping that play stopped. And Emil Smithrow, and there is no blame here on him. Here, I can say. He the ball comes to him and he just puts it beautifully just inside the post while the hay is lying there curled up. I, I mean, as they say, th- there's no way Smithrow had any sort of moral duty not to play on. If the, the ref hasn't blown up, I, no. I, we've always we've have always been told that if it doesn't, uh, if if the uh, if the whistle doesn't blow. Yeah, you're good. De Gea is—he's he, trying almost—it's almost to trying to con the ref here into stopping the play and you know, getting Man United the ball, resetting the game. And frankly, you know, I, I hope that makes other keepers think twice before they do this this kind of thing. If they only go down if they're actually injured, rather than you know, just trying to uh, play the patsy, so to speak. So. Um, yeah, but I mean, it was the rest of the game that really just kind of, uh, I mean, who wants to that Ronaldo narrative again? uh, You know, he, he takes a penalty and oh my God, he is the hero of Old Trafford. All hail. No, he, he, there is no reason whatsoever that he never goes to the stage at all, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's, it's actually more like. That I, once again, Arsenal had a gilded chance to get into the top four, to get, you know, ahead of a Spurs team that is, you know, that now has a, a game in hand because yep. of, uh, because of, of, of uh, their match away at Burnley being snowed off. And we blew it. We completely blew it again. Yep, and this was a Man United team that you know now they had, you know, um, you know that that now they did have a, uh, you know, they do have Ralph Rangnick, who we're gonna segue into him something to do with him later on, or you know his his past club, um, absolutely. But uh, you know, Arsenal had a gilded chance to get ahead and to get you know somewhere. In the league, you know, in a top four spot, get ahead of Spurs, get ahead of United, and we blew it. And it's the same thing. It all this always always happens. Yeah, you, yeah, um, you know what we've seen. We, uh, we see this in the in the previous manager under Emery, where that you had that one brilliant long unbeaten run, and then just fell apart. It, it seems that. It seems also like when you get to a certain point, the praise the praise can seem to go to your head, maybe, or maybe it's just Arsenal flatter to deceive a hell of a lot because they're they're a good side. But since you went to came to Anfield, you know, you got we got a really good picture of where Arsenal are. And yeah, now, which, now, which fair enough. I mean, yeah, it was Liverpool, absolutely. but this was a this was a shitty Man U team. Yeah. You know, <laughs> although to be said on on the winning percentage under their greatest ever manager. Go ahead. 
Michael Carrick won two out of three. Sixty-six percent winning uh, winning uh, percentage there. Two out of three. Wow. Not not a bad start there. Wow. Cold in his prime. <laughs> exactly. They could regret that later in the season. I tell you. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just. Uh, yeah, I mean, what? what I, I was just, you know, I, I wish I could say I was devastated. I mean, I, I guess I am, but you know, again, this is what this team is. We get, we, we hit a ceiling, and then that's it. And yes. I, I just wonder how much, you know, how much more time does Arteta actually need at this point before it becomes obvious that yeah, maybe this guy isn't it, you know? Yeah, it's. It's difficult because Arsenal seems to be in that cycle of, is it this guy? No. Is it this guy? No. Well, work out what, really work out what you want and how you're going to get there. Because, you know, the thing with Arteta, it seemed to be as much as, you know, this is a new manager who studied under Guardiola. It's, this is an, an ex-Arsenal hero. And I'm going, you know, with your club legend, are you going, no, he isn't a club legend. Yeah, well, he was what, good, what but legend? <laughs> Yeah, do, 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 we yeah. Forget, do we all forget that he was actually a panic buy? <laughs> yeah, he was, he was, what, what do you have? A couple of FA Cups tops? That isn't in the context of Arsenal of this century, a legend. You know, your legends, you're going back to your, your invincibles. You're yeah. looking back to that, the Sartoons before that went unbeaten for, what was it, six months to win the league. Yeah. That's, you know, that's your legend. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to perseverate on this because we have a, a plenty of things that we, we need to talk about. But it, it just left me again. I'm, I'm just back. We're we're just back to what the fuck is this club? You know. And and, and, and on that, should we segue into the women's FA Cup final, or should we not mention that today? No, we can mention that. I mean that that was a that was depressing because I mean Arsenal are yeah. still you know one point ahead of Chelsea in the league in the women's super league standings and you know g- good on Chelsea they 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 performed and Arsenal did not today yeah and the, the last goal from Sam Kerr was an absolute peach and you, you can see you know why she's regarded as one of the best oh yeah because, yeah the, the, wonderful and um, uh, well yeah. we're, and, and I'm I'm about to bring something else up uh kind of tangentially not not Tangentially, but not very tangentially related to uh, to Sam Kerr. Yeah, okay. if we, I'll just finish it. Yeah, um, I mean, this game was live on the BBC at you know at two o'clock today, and Sky did not put a game opposite it, which is you know really unusual because they usually have a game there for that two o'clock slot. So it was the only game on ten, which is I, I would suggest at least some progress to where we need to be with women's football. I, I would tend to agree with that, uh, but I mean, yeah, I mean, so yeah, congratulations to Chelsea women for winning the the the, the women's FA Cup. Uh, just to, to wrap up the Arsenal talk, um, yeah, I just don't know anymore. I, I mean, as we record this, they're going to be playing Everton, who now just lost their director of football. Um, oh yeah, yeah, has been booted. I, I believe it was sacked rather than anything else. Well, we kept all the reports on NBC kept saying he was leaving of his own volition. Ugh. But uh, we'll see. But yeah, I mean, I just don't know. I mean, it's hard to get excited now. And now Spurs can overtake us again with that game in hand. Because, you know, we chose not to show up. You know, we we, we chose to do a bottle job at, at Old Trafford, you know? 
Well, they've got to play Burnley, so you know it's not uh, not a given. I know Burnley aren't, pr- aren't particularly good this season, but it's exactly the sort of game Spurs have struggled in down the years. Yeah. So, hey, you wanted to talk about Ralph Rangnick for a second, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, this guy, you know, he who has come in at United, and you know, if if you if you've got if you've watched content of football, you you know the name, you know his name, you know he's got the reputation here as a good team. He's one of the architects of the German style, you know, the, you know, the, the Gagan pressing, etc. It, it, you know, it's, it's an overstatement overstep to say he's, you know, he's influenced Klopp particularly because he's not, that's Klopp's mentor is not straight round. But they're all, it, it's all that stuff. It, I'm wondering if, if United are just sort of flailing around trying to find a fashionable, um, you know, a fashionable temporary manager here, I know he's, but to put the club in, in check. Does is you know does he is it someone whose reputation would give him the authority to keep you know uh, Ronaldo in line or you know uh, a Pogba who who has what six months left in his contract but and absolutely no reason to care about United whatsoever. Yeah, um, no, I, I see what you're saying, but yeah, I mean Ralph Ron, I mean he got Leipzig to where they they are today. Well. Absolutely, but that <laughs> and on that note, we'll be discussing where Leipzig are today uh, in a few minutes. But um, and also uh, one last Premier League note: uh, I watched that Aston Villa and and Leicester game, and uh, oh. yeah, they got robbed. Uh, Villa did of that second goal; they got robbed, oh. absolutely robbed. Oh. So, yeah, I'm, you look at that. Um... Francis, I think, was was already checking to play the ball. You know, Schmeichel, Schmeichel just rests his hand on top of the ball, and that's given as him having control. I'm just going, that's absolute bullshit. Well, um, no, they they, might... they read the rule on NBC during the halftime oh, yeah. show. The oh rule, yeah, yeah. No, the no. rule was is that if he had not made a save, then then yes, that is his ball. He had made a save. Yeah. So that's an open ball. Yes, absolutely. I, I agree. You know, I, I can see how technically the referee could interpret it the other direction because you know, you, you, in a game like that, you're not going to remember your technicalities. But absolutely, uh, Villa were. Um, it, 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 you know, if, if the rules correct, it was a bullshit rule. You know, at that point, anyone could anyone could see that one. But yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I was watching that with my dad, who's a Villa fan, and <laughs> yeah, he he was not happy at all. I mean, I'm not, you know, a big fan of Steven Gerrard, of course. Um, I wonder why that could be. <laughs> I mean, could it be his, his club and his club as a, associations as a player and a uh, and a manager in the past, possibly? But um, I, I mean, yeah, Steven Gerrard yeah. now has a winning record over Brendan Rodgers as as managers. Um, Brennan Rogers cannot yeah, be long for Leicester at this point. The the landlord beats the tenant, as it were, because yeah, I believe Gerard rented his house out to Rogers when he was uh, <laughs> when he was there. Oh dear. Um, yeah, Ro- Leicester are in a bit of a. Sp- they have. I don't. Bl- have they kept a clean sheet this season? I don't think they've kept many at all. If they have, but they. I- I'd have to look, but it doesn't seem like it. Yeah, it, it, they have a soft underbelly there, um, and you, you don't see how it's going to be solved because it, the structure of the play, it, it, how are they going to 
you know, players have room to run at them. The Villa just they could attack them from almost any angle today. Villa started slowly, otherwise this one would have been genuinely one sided as opposed to just, you know, the one goal that was in at the end. Yeah. But yes, anyway. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, they whoa. Jeez, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My fault. I didn't mute my phone. Oh, that was Juve. Uh, two nil up on Genoa, as we as we call as we as we talk. Um, there's another game going on as we talk too, but I'll bring that up here in a minute. Um, so yeah, I need to. Uh, let's get. We, we mentioned Sam Kerr earlier, and uh, we were talking women's football. I have to um, take a minute here to discuss something because last episode we talked about. Um, the Chicago Red Stars uh, falling in the the NWSL playoff finals. Yep, and we were praising them. Uh, we were I was praising Red Stars, but also of course you know Washington Spirit, the 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 the, the league winners. Um, in the days that followed that, it was revealed that long time like the only coach in Red Stars history, uh, Rory Dames, had suddenly resigned without any warning and it has transpired that there have been long-standing accusations of verbal and emotional abuse by several players by him and uh including a a complaint that was lodged i believe back in 2011 if i remember correctly but it but it yeah but this was when Sunil Gulati was the head of US soccer and he just buried it so yeah I, and you know now we have a lot of you know there's a lot of veterans of the team who are now leaving uh in, in trades and whatnot. you know Sarah Gordon and Julie Ertz are now gone as are um here let me get this uh katie johnson and mackenzie doniak have now left as well there is an expansion trade happening i mean sarah gordon of course you know a local to the city yeah you know she left julie ertz has been you know a long-standing player too and uh yeah and and, and nicole Say again. So, yeah, there there may be issues with the husband moving away as well. There, yeah. with his job. Well, that's true too. Uh, Nicole Stanton is gone, and you know so, now, we, and you know we, and we had like this, you know, a a a a soft, you know, mealy mouthed, uh, you know, apology from ownership, unsigned, by the way. N- none of the owners actually signed it they just said ownership but we're talking like the likes of jennifer hoy Kristen press uh sam johnson and others who of course maybe didn't feel safe coming forward about this no i know i mean this, this is a thing with sports administration that we've known down the years things will be buried quite happily if you know, they, they, there is a lot of head sticking in the sand about so she's some of them because they don't know how to deal with it, and some of them because let, let's put it this way: if it, it, American sport in any sport, if you're bringing the results in, bringing the money in, you're fine. 
generally you'll you'll be covered up for yeah and and that's just it i mean and now you know you know we we have a, a, a an espn commentator and radio host sarah spain who has an ownership stake in the red stars now she's a relatively new ownership owner in this but to to my knowledge i have not seen it it doesn't mean that it's not out there it just means i have not seen it um I don't know if she's actually said anything about this, you know, beyond, you know, a, a basic platitude. Well, obviously, you know, we don't want this happening. Jesus Christ, the NWSL needs to get its collective shit together here. Absolutely. This is, this is awful. And like some of the biggest names in the league, the, the, the clubs are, are, are being faced with these, these accusations, you know? Yeah, and this is it's, yeah, this is awful. I mean, the, 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 we, I mean, yeah, we, the, the, this league needs to take a long, hard look at itself and, and figure out what, what its actual priorities are. And, and so do we, yeah, as, it, and so do we as fans, you know. Yeah, get a procedure in place for this because it needs to be done. You because it well, it will it will likely happen again, and it needs a, a mechanism to be stop it happening again to protect the actual players who who will bring the money in for, you know and the results and the game and frankly it's just that it's just players as human beings at this point you yeah. you have a duty of care if you are their employer oh yeah totally 100% so so yeah i'm not feeling so good about you know the, the this this local women's club of mine right now because you know after all that so I mean, what, what, I mean, I don't know what, what more I can say right now, but uh, yeah. So uh, let's move not to not to move on, but to move on. Uh, let's go to Deutschland, shall we? This morning we were told the American coach Jesse Marsh is out at at uh, Red Bull Leipzig. After a mere four months in charge, Leipzig in eleventh in the Bundesliga right now, in the Erste Bundesliga, not great. That's not where uh, Leipzig see themselves. No, uh, no. Um, I think it it's been coming um, just simply because of look at where they are, in, and you know they're, they're halfway through the season. It just it just strikes me as unusual timing. You know, a couple of days before a a big Champions League game against Man United here. Um, you know, was it, was it United or City? I, I think it's United off the top of my head. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're in the same group as. Uh, well, wait, hang on. Let's 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 look for sure, shall we? Oh yeah, it's yeah. City actually. They're hosting oh, City. It's, it's, yeah, um, but yeah, it's 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 almost a strange time, you know. Um, especially if there's no one else lined up. It's it's where's the continuity? It, and it's not that particularly usual for, you know, for a German club to make a, a change almost midstream like this. So, um, yeah, a, a, will it improve Leipzig? I don't know, but they do need some way to get out of the rut that they are in, a form that they're in at the minute. So, yeah, agreed. Um, so yeah, he, he's out. Uh, Der Klassiker was yesterday. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dortmund had a gilded chance to go ahead. And in fact, they did. For about a couple of minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that did not go so well. Um, 
up to and including a a, a kind of dodgy penalty in favor of Bayern when uh, I think a more sure one was denied for Dortmund, and uh, that sent Marco Rosa, the manager, off. Uh, he was sent off for a second yellow at the 78th minute. Yeah, and um, I, I think what we also have to remark on is um, <laughs> the post-game remarks from Erling Braut Haaland and from Jude Bellingham. Um, well, 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 why don't you lay those on me, John? Okay, okay. Erling Brett Haaland was uh, was being very circumspect about, you know, he he stopped before he got himself into trouble. You know, he was saying our penalty. I thought that was a penalty. Their penalty. Uh, you know, but Jude Bellingham went just that little bit further because the referee for this game um, back in two thousand and five was convicted of taking money to fix matches and. Jude Bellingham's remarks afterwards are, what do you expect from a referee who has been known to fix matches in the past? I'm going to guess he's going to be in the shit for those remarks. Well, he, he, and, and he will be, but at the same time, why does this referee still have a job? Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, if, if he is known to have taken money, how does any any manager, any player, they trust him? He, you know... It's a it, as much it's the appoint the referees making the appointments in Germany, sorry the the referees body are making the appointments in Germany for this. They are putting them putting players in a position where there is someone they have reason not to trust out there. Yeah, that yeah, I I, I am stunned about that. I, I did not know that going into the game. That 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 is stunning. Um, also stunning in the in the Erste Bundesliga, there have been several ass whoopings being meted out, not least of which uh, today, Gladbach at home shipped six to Freiburg. Wow. <laughs> I, had, I had not seen today's results. But no. also, uh, last Saturday, there was a 6-3 at, with Hoffenheim. There was a 7-1 away to Bayer Leverkusen. Greuter Furt on the receiving end of both of those. Greuterford are screwed in the Erste Bundesliga. Well, you know, they are conceding at a rate of more than three goals a game here. They are... And, and, just... and they have one point in in match round. You know, after match round 14, they have one point. You know, and not even safety. They are nine points off nine, of 17th. Yeah, they, they are nine points behind Arminia Bielefeld. This is an historically bad team. You know, if, if we're talking you know, Derby County from uh, was it 2006, seven or around oh, then. God, yeah. <laughs> Who was in they, charge then? Was that Billy Davies when Billy Davies was in charge? I think he, he started out. They went through a couple of managers that season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a historically bad. Like, didn't they only have like 10 points? I, I don't think they, I'm not sure they even got that. And the points they took were mainly off Newcastle, if I remember right. <laughs> It, but I mean, even Newcastle looks better than Greuter Furt right now. Oh God, yes. Well, well Newcastle won a won a game at least. So, yeah, they did yeah. today. Yes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Greuter Furt uh, in 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 fourteen match rounds, zero wins, one draw, thirteen losses, negative thirty four goal differential. They are they are toast. Yeah, and 
Should we mention this Vita Bundesliga here as well? Oh, yes, we absolutely should mention this Vita Bundesliga because St. Pauli are seven points clear at the top, including yesterday a 2-1 win over Schalke 04. Schalke 04 sit in eighth place in this fight of Bundesliga after 16 match rounds with 26 points. Uh, I'm sorry. You know what? It looks like... Wait, hold on. Well, my math was wrong. I'm sorry. It, it, they are only six points clear at the top. I guess Darmstadt. Oh, um, only six points only. clear. But yeah, yeah, it, yeah, as of right now, St. Pauli are winning this fight of Bundesliga. And, we, and we're nearly to the half... We're nearly to the winter break, too. They have. I think there's one more match round, and then it's the winter break. So, so oh my so, goodness, St. Pauli in the Erste Bundesliga next season. Please make it so. <laughs> you, this this podcast will officially move to being a Bundesliga podcast at this point. We absolutely you, will. We absolutely <laughs> will. We will. We'll have to look up the German word for for busting balls because. <laughs> and we will just re- we will just rebrand. We will just rebrand. Uh, you know, I, you know what? I'm actually. You know what? I am cool with that idea. Actually, I am cool with going to be, becoming a Bundesliga podcast or just doing a Bundesliga podcast. Okay. Yeah, well, maybe totally. not. Maybe not. We'll we'll mull this okay. one. We'll mull this one over. The Platz and the Baller. There you go. What is it? There's a- there's a Platz and a Bala podcast. Or podcast. There we go. <laughs> Come on. Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Um, Yeah, France. Yeah, PSG's running away with that one. Uh, what, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I- Italy. Italy got interesting because yeah, Inter uh, whooped Roma yesterday. 3-0. Oh, did uh, Jose Mourinho with with a, one of his usual charm offenses in the press conference as well. Oh yes, <laughs> but I mean, look, yeah. look at the table right now. In look at the table in Syria A right now, where uh, oh. four points separate first through fourth. Yeah, it, it it is currently the most interesting of the European leagues, I would say. And, and furthermore, there is a tie for fifth and sixth. On twenty six points, Juve and Fiorentina, and, and, and you know honestly, you don't see where maybe Fiorentina could actually go ahead on that. Wow, no, um, I think we should also mention at this point um, Barcelona um, in in Barcelona I mean, a running away with Lee. Have a look at Barcelona. I I I. Uh, Message my uh, co-host here to talk about the Barcelona result yesterday. My God, they are in the trouble. Ooh, boy. Yeah, that was uh, not good. Losing to Real Betis, who actually, not bad this season. Um, we, yeah, also need, they are. we also need to make mention of Atletico de Madrid, who pissed away a result against Real Mallorca in 12th. They lost that game. At home at the at the Vonda Metropolitano, um, they have fallen at the Vonda Metropolitano lately. You know the Champions League losses and now this. You know, yeah. <laughs> and so it, right it, right now the biggest threat to Real Madrid is Sevilla, and that is a distant threat. It's nine, not was it eight points behind, but with a game in hand. It's, correct. 
it's a long way back. You know, and we should say Batista are in third place. So Yes, they are. Yeah, so Atleti, who we... Yeah, we thought Atleti might actually mount a good defense of their title. Ooh, not yeah. I mean, they do have a game in hand, admittedly. Yeah, so, but, uh, but so, and so yeah. did Barcelona. It should be mentioned. It it should be went mentioned, although that Barcelona are six points off the Champions League spot at this point. That is not particularly good for them, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Given they have shown no sign of being able to string any results together. No siree. So yeah, so yeah, we've got some uh, we've got some excitement going on here in, in, in the leagues. Well, let's uh, let, let's let's move uh, to to my part of the world briefly. Uh, shout out to my co-host of another podcast, Chris Damasceno. His 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 childhood, his his beloved uh, Paul Maris. Two-time mm-hmm. consecutive Copa Libertadores champions. They beat uh, Flamengo in extra time. Oh, it, it, it should be mentioned. It also, this game also had one of the most hilarious clips I've ever seen from a player in it. I don't say it's likely. Oh, yeah. I, I don't it, know what the fuck that was. Yeah. In case you haven't seen it, the referee talks to a player, then just goes, you know, goes to pat his back as he's, they're running away. <laughs> the player just... Falls to the floor. I, you know, it, it's it's case of his team of two went up injury time, so he's trying to buy some time. But it's just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was that was some no- I, yeah, that was some nonsense. But you know what? No, you know what the best part of the, about this is is between the the last two won by Palmeiras and the the one before that won by Flamengo. Uh since we had that awful nonsense way back in 2018 that you and I yeah. actually did a dedicated a main topic to with river plate, you know, when Conmebol basically, you know, handed them the title because yes. Uh, yeah. I just want to point out that. Yeah. Uh, river plate has not been to a final, has not won it since. So that, that that's justice what for you. <laughs> and then lastly, uh, the MLS playoffs are in the business. end. in fact, as of right now, uh, y- yesterday, Portland Timbers beat uh, Real Salt Lake 2-0. They will be in the final. The other half of the final will be determined, hopefully soon. It's a 1-1 match between uh, Philadelphia Union and uh, New York Manchester City. Um, shout out to Bruce Arena, allegedly the, the greatest American coach of, of this sport ever, who, with the New England Revolution, had a record points tally for in the MLS regular season, and then uh, lost uh, away on penalties to uh, lost on penalties to uh, New York Manchester City. So, oops. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, you know what? Any claim that Bruce Arena is the greatest coach in American history went way to the wayside after the botch jobs that were the 2006 World Cup. And the failure yes. to qualify for 2018 because that was un- because that was who they put in when they fired Jurgen Klinsmann. Ouch. So, I, I I see the argument and I just say yeah, but you know that 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 was pretty fucking major, you know. Absolutely, it's it don't go wrong. He is a, he is a good coach, but 
it's not exactly a high bar, is it? Let's face it. Yeah, that, yeah, there's that too. So anyway, uh, Philadelphia and New York, Manchester City in a one-one draw right now. Uh, you know, it'd be interesting if that goes to penalties too. But the winner of this will face Portland in the fi- Portland Timbers in the final. So, uh, all right, I think. That is everything I got uh, on the news side. Uh, John, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Not at all. I have to, uh, you know, put my finest apparel on here and, you know, the high fashion style that you and I both uh, obviously espouse to, uh, you know, to judge the the best foot, the best kids on the runway the most one of the most fun episodes we do let's face it yeah you know it, it's funny i'm just gonna spoil this real quick i don't really have any to make fun of this year um it's like i no, haven't I... seen anything so garishly bad you know oh we might see no no there, there haven't been we we might have a couple here i, I might have a couple for, for you okay well good. <laughs> you, have... you, you can bring the comedy this time then because all righty all right most of mine are good i don't mean and with that in mind, coming up, today's topic, the 2021-22 fashion show, John Jeffrey embark on their long-delayed look at what's on the grassy runway this season. Please stay tuned. Got a bike dream, catching up to me on my nitro speed. Lucky me, up on that light feet, till the sun I see. Eyes stuck in blue, hands turning to ice for the track. You gotta speak nicely when asking me for favors. I may comply. I see illusion, by go away. Freddy wanna ride. Washing and reefing, spreading like acne. Pop in the backseat, backseat, backseat. Pop in the backseat, where you wanna and we're back with the second half of episode 63 of the Busting Balls podcast. This half of the show, for your delight, the fashion show 2122. John and Jeffrey see what's the latest on the grassy runway. You know, and what you want is two men with the style that we, me and Jeff have to tell you about all this. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we are fashion mavens to, to a T, to a let, let me tell you. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we have this has been uh, pretty delayed, actually, because we, every time we want to do this, uh, something comes up. Like, you know, well, that we... well, let's face it. Go ahead. We're just in time for Christmas here. We're in time for people to, to get their Christmas presents sorted. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, we're... we've timed this well. It's nothing to do with everything coming up. We're, we're, we're just waiting for the right moment. That's <laughs> well, that's uh, John, do you want to uh, kick kick off this uh, this extravaganza for, for this well, year? Well, I, I think be- before we have to say, we have to. Um, we, we we have to disallow one particular club here for just coming up with the best kits year after year, and that is our friends at Loch Ness FC. Oh yes. So you know, and I mean, I I I want to I want to talk both their kits here. Their home kit this year is a black kit with gold trim, beautiful for a start off. 
with a gorgeous illustration of the Loch, the Loch Ness monster bypassing a castle in the middle of a, you know, in the middle of a loch there. Oh yeah. Utterly gorgeous. And then the away, the away kids celebrate Scotland's uh, first appearance at a major championship for 20 years. You know, it, it's blue. It's, it's got a nice little subtle uh, Scottish flag design on it. And it, it's a lot of it. Again, it's actually a, a pick of like clouds and, and, and mountains reflecting off of the, 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 the lock, the, the surface of the lock as a, the saltier. It is amazing. But we, we've also we've also waxed about this kit before. Oh yeah, absolutely. This this is why we can't give. We, you know, we, we we love you and respect you, but you you are in the hall of fame already here. You know. Yeah. So yeah, we gotta kind of disqualify them, but uh, you know, it, it, it's nothing personal. We actually lo- love these the kits that they they come up with year on year. So. But yeah, uh, we will we will always give you a shout out, but. You know, we have to live on a fair playing field here. You know, it, it, it's like putting, you know, your god tier and everyone else is down on earth looking up at you and wondering how they can get there. Oh, yeah, for for sure. So anyway, John, start us off. All righty. Well, I, I, where do we start? Do we start with a good one or do we start with a bad one? I, I tell you what, we'll, we'll go with, with the rock and roll kit. We'll go with the Ajax Away kit, I think, to start with the Ajax Ooh, Third kit. Oh, yes. And now, Ajax have as one of their anthems the the Bob Marley song Three Little Birds," and this is a tribute to that. It is, uh, I should say, again, it, it is a black kit, but with, but the lining is has the the three strips. It's an Adidas kit here, so so I'm always quite inclined to like this because I like Adidas's style here. But the stri- the Adidas stripes on the top and on the trim on the on the uh, on the sleeves is in the Jamaican um, flag colours, and on the back as well you have the three little birds in the three colours of the Jamaican flag. It is a gorgeous looking kit for me. I I would you know I would thoroughly recommend it. And oh yeah. The only downside, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean the only downside. It's, it says Ziggo on the front rather than you no know, Ziggy, because that's even more Marley if they had that. <laughs> well, you know, we, we've already got, we've got Bob Marley's grandkids now releasing records, if you weren't aware. I know. But, you know, a, 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 as someone who is a, a reggae fan, not necessarily Bob Marley specifically, but a reggae fan. As John knows from our conversations together, like, and I mean, and I mean, I'm talking like I I even go into like dub and dance hall, you know. Oh, but that's the way to go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Throw in some yellow man, and I'm good, you know. But uh, yeah, this kid is gorgeous. I I I love this. The the the, yeah, just a black shirt, and then the uh, as you said, the uh, the 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 colors of the Jamaican flag on there. It, this is beautiful. This is gorgeous. I I, I, I do uh, appreciate this one. On a related note, to do with musicians, uh, we have to point out the the very psychedelic, swirly, and purple um, away kit for the Seattle Sounders. Would that be a purple haze on the away kit? It there, would be a purple say? haze in tribute to another native Seattle and uh, one uh, a, a very obscure, uh, unknown guitarist named Jimi Hendrix. 
Um, oh, I'll keep looking at him. I've never heard of him. Yeah, you know. <laughs> have, you, have you ever heard the Hannibal Buress joke about Jimi Hendrix? I don't think I have. What What was it? Oh, the, 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 the joke was um, that, you know, when he was younger and he was watching WCW Monday Nitro and, and, and Hollywood Hulk Hogan would come out to uh, to Voodoo Child, and he, and he thought that and he didn't really know uh, Jimi Hendrix was, you know, who Jimi Hendrix was at the time. And he says, oh, this is great. He's get, uh, Hogan's given, like, a, a young musician a chance to, uh, on a national stage. And then the, the, the end of the joke is, you know, and... Jimi Hendrix is dead. Hulk Hogan's a racist. My whole world's falling apart here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Uh, th- th- this kid is, is very. Uh, it- it's very psycho, swir- psycho swirly, and uh, you know what? I dig this. I really dig this. No, yeah, I, I, I'm done with it. It's a really nice. Yeah, it, it, it's a very, it's a, re, it's a real '60s throwback kind of pattern on it as well, which is, which is a beautiful thing to see. Which is ironic because in the '60s there would never have been a football jersey with this pattern on. It. Oh God, no, not at all. It, it, you know, we were talking plain jerseys, not particularly good looking. I think we'll go from there to an example of maybe how not to do it, and I, I think Jeff will be quite happy that there's an example of how not to do it. I think we go to. The Spurs shirt, second and third shirts, the away shirt and their third shirt. Jeff, you know, you can pull these up and oh, they're a fucking mess, you know, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm looking at their away shirt. I think I actually saw one of these in the wild. What? (laughs) Yeah. I think I saw one of these in the wild. Yeah, this is... (sighs) Yeah, this. What is this? Captain Pollock is what I'm thinking here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very Stone Roses color like. Oh boy, did we uh, ever? Um, yeah, did we ever think that? Uh, speaking of the Stone Roses, did we ever think that Sean Ryder was actually going to be the intelligent one out of Manchester <laughs> compared to compared to Ian Brown? Oh boy, Bez is up there above Ian Brown right now. You oh, know? Oh my goodness, goodness gracious. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I do not like this Spurs shirt at all. Honestly, yeah, yeah. though, you know what? I, I'm gonna throw a surprise here. Their yeah. third kit, the, this purple splotch on it. Yeah. You know what? It could be better, but it's not bad per se. There is. There's a nice idea. To, there's a nice image. There's nice imagery on there. Yeah. I'm looking at them. It just it, something about it is it's like the if I can mention another one real quick it's kind of like the the Crystal Palace kit this year it's like oh, there's yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. off about it I mean it's just like it, it's like a, an asymmetrical thing to it and it just kind of throws it a little off but it's not bad either you know there's a nice there's a nice design in there as well so yeah it, yeah I, I mean I'm, I'm I'm happy to go with that but yeah but. Ladies and gentlemen, so here we go. Uh, you know, we we are what? Uh, let's let's have a look. We're, we're about oh, t- at 40, 40, 40 something minutes into this podcast, and after sixty three episodes and you know sixty two episodes and forty three minutes, Jeff has said something nice about Spurs. Uh, I praised uh, Hyungman's song on this podcast a couple of times. I'll, I'll, I'll remind you, sir. I'll, I'll remind you, sir. Uh, if we're going to stay in North London for a minute, uh, I do have to absolutely mention 
Arsenal's third kit, the the lightning bolt, the, the, this blue with a uh, red and dark and navy blue lightning, lightning bolt pattern on it. This thing is dope. And... Oh. Yeah, it was the, uh, the it was from you know a throwback to the 1995-96 season. Um, this pattern, I I love this shirt. This pattern is great. I do want to take this moment though to mention our home shirt and why I don't like this year's home shirt. Because no, number one, I think the the you know expanding the white off of the sleeves into like the the actual shirt makes it look a little too much like Ajax's home shirt. But also, with the Adidas stripes, the, the the three blue stripes on the shoulders just throw the shirt off for me. Yeah, I, I, I'll go. I mean, I, I love the collar on the shirt. The collar is a really nice collar on that. But, uh, yeah, it, it's that narrow. It, it narrows the red on the front, which I'm, I'm not a big fan of. I, You know, I... The big thing was, it is, is that the red and white is quite... Is it? I wouldn't quite say consistent... But it's in it's in proportion. That the kind of yeah the 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 whole side thing, it's a little, little bit out of proportion for me. Yeah. So no, I I feel it. But yeah, the the Arsenal third kit, the third shirt this year, absolutely dope. Yeah, I can I can uh, I can run with that. Okay. Well, let's. I tell. I tell we'll, we'll stay in the UK. Let's have a look at the Kingbridge United home kit here. Yeah, obviously you are going to need here to pull this up. I think. Okay. Let me. Let me okay. See. okay. So. Uh, hang, hang on. Let me. Let me take a look at this. Uh, Cambridge United jersey. Yeah, you. You th- kind of threw this one at me. Yeah, it, it's a very, very odd design. It, it's in their traditional color. You know, the uh, the gold kind of the gold, black and gold. Oh but my the, goodness. Yeah, it, it it looks like someone's just picked up a patch of lino and stuck it on the front of the shirt, you know. You, this, this, this looks like one of those 3D puzzles. Like, you're supposed to look at it, like, yeah. squint and turn it at an angle, and do you see the secret message? And you know what? I never could fucking see what was that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what what you've got on this, there's, there's a stripe design underneath it, and then, on, and then running down it, you have you have sort of three stripes, but the two on the outside are interrupted, and then in the middle there is just one stripe in the middle where it's it it, it is an interesting thing to see. And just got lines going through. It's it looks like someone sort of had an idea and didn't quite get there with it to me. Yeah, th- 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 this may be this may end up being our uh, our cover star. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good shout. <laughs> uh, oh, oh my, oh my, yeah, that's ooh. <laughs> that 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 is that certainly is uh, something. Uh, if we're gonna talk it's- non-traditional patterns, though, uh, I would like to praise, and this will not be the first time we will mention Mexico on this on the during this segment. Uh, nor was the, my previous bit about Hulk Hogan, the last time we're going to mention wrestling on this during this segment. So shout out to Ooh. our, our hosts at the PWOM podcast network. Um, the home kit for club Cholos de Tijuana in Liga MX. Uh, 
Um, rather than going with a, they they have black and and red, and rather going than stripes, they put it into an X pattern, and this looks dope. Have you seen this, John? I, 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 I'm, oh, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the red, uh, the, the kind of, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm for this. I, I like this, but this is, this is dynamic as hell. Yeah. I remember when, when, yeah. Wolf, I remember when Wolfsburg had a similar type pattern on their shirt, obviously different colors for Wolfsburg, but yeah, but yeah, this, no, I, this is, this is great. I love this. It, it's, it's, it's halfway to being an X Men outfit, isn't it? Let's face it. It kind of is, actually. <laughs> if, if they change it to to Daglo Yellow, it would have been during Grant Morrison's run on the X Men. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. But uh, no, I, I I am fully praising um, I am fully praising uh, this kit from uh, for for Tijuana, manufactured by Charlie, the the Mexican shirt manufacturer. Again, not the first time we will be mentioning them on this during this here fashion show. So, uh, John. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go. It's another Thurkey here. Cause I think there's a lot of, lot of thing with the Thurkey is almost where, where they want, they have fun. I, I, I want you to, uh, put, put some sunglasses on here, Jeff, before you look at it, but oh, the dear. Osasuna third kit. Okay. Osasuna third kit. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Is this, this, this hot pink number? It's the hot pink number, baby. Woo! Ooh, that is some pink right there, isn't it? It's it's okay. I I don't hate the I don't hate the color on it, but it's like whoa. That is well. I mean, it, it'd be good to to play in a snowstorm. I'll tell you that much. Because yeah, you'll see that. Oh hell yeah! It, it, it it's like Liverpool's uh the the yellow kit this year. You are going to be able to pick that out if you're on the Oscar sooner side. Oh, you man. are not confusing it with the opposition. You know, no. not having the man you're not problem <laughs> no 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 yeah. not at all for those who haven't seen it is an almost the body of the shirt is an almost purely hot pink number with with a with kind of blue stripes down down the the actual side and ba- baby and the, the baby little blue, blue stripes which actually fit to be honest yeah yeah, yeah the color scheme is great and um but yeah and yeah and yeah, on, on the pat you have have a spotted pattern on the sleeves with again the baby blue and pink. So yeah, <laughs> listen to us talk like we know what we're talking about about fashion. <laughs> we do. We know everything there is to know. <laughs> Come on, this is why people listen to us. Oh yes, of course. This is why they, they listen to us. Well, if we're gonna talk uh, talk uh, people leaving their their imprint on the uh, on on their clubs, you. You will not find one uh, who has left uh, more of an imprint on on uh, on SSC Napoli than one uh, the the late great Diego Maradona and uh, Napoli have paid tribute to uh, to Maradona on their kit uh, this year with uh, a, an image that not only has uh, an icon of of Maradona but also his thumbprint. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is amazing. Although it looks like he's wearing his Argentina shirt <laughs> in there, which, hmm. Although I don't know, Napoli's colors are blue, but yeah, it does kind of, it, I just suppose if you're putting a thumbprint in there as well. Wow. I, I, I'm not entirely certain the design works in a hundred percent, but the idea is fabulous. I, I, you know what? I like this. I like it. I don't know oh. if it's great or not, but I like it, you know? 
No, it it it, it is a yeah. No, I, I, the idea is absolutely fantastic. I mean, let's face it: is Maradona possibly the greatest player ever to play for Napoli? Yeah, probably. But possibly, or oh my God, the hell is he? Oh yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, this will not be the only time we go to Italy either. So stay tuned, mm-hmm. dear listeners. All right, John, what you got? Okay. I mean, I'm going for a club here who have kind of managed to fuck up an iconic design of many times in recent years. Oh, Let's no. go to the club, frankly, who, who this year have turned themselves into a byword for fuck up Barcelona. Oh no. Let's look at this <laughs> oh no, no, boy. Barcelona, that home kit generally appears absolutely iconic. You know, just just the the blue, the red, the blue, and the red stripes down for it. And what the hell are you doing this year, Barca? Because are, yeah, are you just that a Christmas wrapping paper look here. Yeah, I'm looking at this now, and um, between like three different uneven sets of the stripes as well as yeah. a, I mean, which, okay. I, I see, you know what? I actually, now that I'm looking at, it, I see what they're going for. They're trying to redo the badge. Yes. On the it, shirt. It, it's trying to be, it's trying to base to be based on the badge. Absolutely. But it just does not work. I, I think no. when you do too many variations of stripes on one shirt, I think it, it, it throws it off and it makes it, you know, it, it it makes it almost like one of one of those optical illusion things. You know, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, yeah, you know, with with fashion, my my thing generally with a kit is unless you've got a very very good complexity on the design, keep it as simple as possible. Yeah, it's like that. Um, man, it reminds me of that Man U shirt from I think last year or the year before, where it was the zebra stripes, but the zebra stripes weren't exactly matching and or congruent, and it was like, what the fuck is this? You know? Yeah, it's yeah, it it, it is a a kind of a mess, and I don't. Even, I was going to say kind of mess. No, it it's it's a club who who just basically screwed their home shirt here, and. I'd say that with with much love for the way for Barca's kit design down the years until the last couple because ah oh, dear God yeah I, I am not a fan of this whatsoever I, I I have to say I am not a fan um we're gonna go back to uh, you know we're gonna go back to Mexico now because I have to point out that uh, the uh, that Liga MX and uh, Charlie, the uh, the kit manufacturer, the Mexican kit manufacturer, have entered into a deal with uh, Lucha Libre promotion uh, AAA uh, that uh, to to do a deal with uh, six uh, third kit ideas that have uh, that have luchadors like their own uh, you know club specific luchadors attached to it. So Club Pachuca gets. A, uh, a a baby blue and, and hot pink number to represent Super Tuzo, uh, the, the 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 go you know the Super Gopher, because uh, mm-hmm. you know, Pachuca are the Gophers. Um, Leon have Leonidas and they have a uh, a a black and green third kit with uh, you know kind of a you know a, uh, a a lucha mask you know to look like you know this design that they created for leonidas you know this this luchador yeah. yep. uh, 
Whereas, you know, a similar thing for uh, for Santos Laguna, except theirs is uh, green and white uh, for Espiritu Guerrero. You know, they're, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, to go with uh, Los Guerreros, the, the, the uh, Santos Laguna uh, nickname, which also, uh, ironically, there is a, um, uh, there is a, 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 a stable in the competing wrestling promotion in, 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 in Mexico, CMLL, called, uh, you know, Guerreros Lagonitas. So, hmm, interesting. So, um, Tijuana, ha, you know, a club we've already mentioned has one of these kits as well. Uh, oh. there, theirs is a basic black with like kind of a, a gray luchador pattern for Rey Sholo. The, uh, you know, for, for their, uh, for, for their, uh, nickname. Uh, Queretaro has Res- Resistencia Eterna. They have a baby blue and white pattern on theirs, but the absolute winner for this one, uh, mm-hmm. goes to Atlas. For El Academico, for that you know that luchador character, except the um, the shirt itself actually looks like old lucha posters. I'm gonna look this kid up here. Yeah, I, I sent you a pic of this. This is no, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, doesn't, is, it, it looks like an, it looks like a, a, the old posters advertising a, a, a lucha libre card. Oh, I'm done with this one. I'm I am very much done with this this kit. Yeah, that one yeah. rocks. Yeah, the, I I remember. I know you sent me a poster, a picture of it. But I was just, yeah, 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 yeah. The 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 cut and the cut. You know, the cut scheme could easily go wrong on this one. It it, it, it could actually. You, you are right, but it does not. It it, no, it, it actually no. works, even though it doesn't really seem like it, it fits with Atlas. But you know, it's a third kit, so you know. So, you know, Sweet. but, uh, yeah, anyway, all these, uh, all the, these will be used during the Klausera, you know, the, 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 uh, the, 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 the winter 2022 half of the, the Liga MX season. Nice. So, uh, uh, I've only got two more after this. So how about you? I, I have two more as well. Um, right, I so will, let's, let's... I will save my, I will save my favorite kit to last. Oh, Yes. Oh, as will I. So you, you, you all right. So uh, let, 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 let's get to let, let, let's get to our penultimate choices here. I, I will go with with the. I, I'm going with the Chelsea home kit here. Now the, the third kit I quite like, but the Chelsea home kit has two bizarre patterns on it, and they do not match at all. I, I don't know if you've uh, got got a picture of it yeah, up I'm there. Looking, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I know this kit. Yes. You've got the squares, and then you've got the kind of the light, almost the lightning waves in there, and it's just like, what the hell? Chelsea have had some weird home kits lately. Yes, they have, so, they, they, and, and very busy home kits, I might add. It, yeah, this, yeah, again, it's a clash of patterns that just does not work uh, for me. Uh, on this, yeah. Well, I mean, and it's Chelsea too. So, I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Harsh, but absolutely one hundred percent fair. <laughs> yeah. Um. My my second pick. This was a late breaking pick. I did mention this was not going to be the only time we we mentioned wrestling. I just mentioned Triple A uh, Lucha Libre, and we mentioned uh, you know, old, you know, uh, Hulk Hogan earlier. Uh, I'm going to mention that uh, the seventh tier Isthmian League Premier Division side uh, 
Enfield Town Football Club, their shirt sponsor for this year, it, which usually is, uh, the, the kit itself is fine. It's a white shirt, blue shorts with a uh, blue sash going uh, di- you know, diagonally down, kind of a reverse blue version of the River Plate look. Except yeah. they are spo- they are sponsored by NXT UK, which is of course the UK branch of uh, WWE's developmental brand that is probably going to be getting shut down here soon. Oh really? Oh yeah. I mean NXT UK first of all is a fucking disaster because <laughs> like nobody watches it. Oh. And um, yeah, and 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 secondly, yeah, that that the 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 big NXT UK shield in the middle, it does not work. No, that is just. <coughs> I I mean I I'm a big fan of that kind of diagonal sash look across there because there's the uh, the Peru kit from the seventy and the Palace from Palace kit from the same decade has that kind of it's almost kind of iconic look there, and then, but. Yeah, but it does not work with sponsors there. Now, I will say this. I, I will give full props to, to Enfield Town Football Club because the borders of the sash as well as um, you know on their, on their sleeves have rainbow flags on there. And there is, uh, on the inside collar, there is a message saying 100% fan-owned. I'm like thinking, well, if Vince McMahon's got you, yeah, you're not fan-owned, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no to racism, yes to include. Inclusivity. So I, I am all about that. I am I'm all about that. that. But yeah, I'm sorry that they they got co opted by Vince McMahon on this one. But yeah, that the the NXT UK Shield is the worst part about this kit. I can go with that. Alrighty. So so for my last kit here, I am going. I'm following Jeff here to South America. I'm going to Brazil. I'm going to. Atletico Mineiro's awaken for this season. Jeff, do yourself a favor, man. I've sh- I know I've shown you pictures. Oh, I have. A, I'm looking at it right now. It is a gorgeous kit, and the story behind this: they had a competition to design it, and this was the winning design from their fans. It is a, a fairly, you know, it's, the colors are quite similar. It, it's it's basically just a slightly off white design, um, the blue red, a couple of blue stripes and gold to to line up. But the design, it is a. They have a map of the province they represent there, just across that the the front sort of uh, left hand side of the of right hand side, sorry, of the kit, and it looks absolutely beautiful and classy. I I am one hundred percent in with this kit this year. It is representative. It puts them home. It keeps them home. It's something they're proud of. I am in awe of this whoever came up with it you are a genius thank you very much well i have that uh, i have that info for you the the designer was uh fan lucas adriano um beige base with a detailed printed map of the minas Gerais. and i'm sorry chris i'm butchering your home language uh of course uh, atletico miniero play out of belo horizonte which is the capital of this of this particular state. Um, you know, also Atletico Mineiro, possibly the best, despite Palmeiras' uh, Copa Libertadores, when possibly the best club in Brazil right now, playing for them right now are both Hulk and Diego Costa. You have to love a, a, anyone who can put those two up front. My God. Um, <laughs> it's not going to be a quiet game there, is it, for No, anyone? it will not. But, uh, no, this shirt, uh, and, you know, it, it, they're definitely winning 
this uh, season's uh, Brazilian Serie A uh, competition. But yeah, this is a gorgeous, gorgeous shirt. Uh, definitely, um, yeah, I, I can see this as a as a as a clear cut winner here. Um, we're gonna go for my final one. We're gonna go back to a different Syria. Uh, we're gonna go back to Italy. Uh, I want to make mention though of Inter of Inter's home kit this year. It was a good attempt. I just don't know if the snakeskin pattern works. You know, the pixelated pattern works on this shirt though it was a good idea but also the badge i i'm not a fan of their redesigned badge either so just no, for what that's worth yeah yeah i'm with you the idea is interesting but mm. yeah mm. i just i just do not know um but the the far and away the winner of this year's fashion show uh because their their home away and third kits are all undefeated uh, that would be Venezia, and uh, they, they they have uh, Kappa design shirts. Uh, they their away shirt first of all has like a triangular houndstooth type pattern on there. It just says Venezia with a you know in in black and gold. Beautiful yes. look on I'm... that one. Um, their their third kit is oh my a. God. Oh yes, the, the gold, red, and green stri- or, or gold, black, and green stripes on it, with a uh, the blue green body. Mm-mm-mm. This was that one may actually be the one I would get, but honestly, their home kit too, black and gold, the V V pattern on it, a very sphinx like uh, badge up there. Yeah, Venezia win the the fashion show this year for me. Oh, I'm still going with Alatacomaniero, but but I will accept it as a, a nice little runner up here. Yeah, I'm, no, no, I mean Alatico Miniero, Yeah, that one's great too. I'm just saying for my choices, this is who wins it for me. It, oh, yeah. Is is Venezia? I mean, Damn. absolutely gorgeous shirts. I I really really like these shirts. And you know, we, I don't. Th- you know what? I, I hope. Uh, wait, wait. Where are Venezia sitting on the table right now? Let, let's look this up. Where, 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 uh, where, where are they sitting on the table? Because oh dear, oh, late breaking news. It will be Portland Timbers versus New York Manchester City. They just won two one. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Venezia lost today a, a three in a three four against uh, Hellas Verona. Let's uh, check this out. Where do they sit in the table? Oh, they're 16th. Okay. Uh, not in relegation yet. So they're staying maybe... up. This is what we like. Yeah, so maybe they'll stay up. That'd be nice. Uh, yeah, they're, 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 they're above Spezia. They're above Genoa. They're above Cagliari and Salernitana. So, you know. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Venezia, if you stay up next season, bring more of these awesome, amazing kits. Yeah, we're, we're here for this. Yeah, absolutely here for that. And yes, Atletico Mineiro's kit, that that away kit, that is gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Remember, uh, wasn't it last year we did the? It was last year or the year before when we had that that French club Red Star. Yes, it was. Yes, the the again the yes, it was a market pattern, and it wasn't it. I think. Yes, it was. That was. Oh yeah, that was a great one. That was one of the great ones. Well, if you have any. Uh, suggestions of uh kits we could have discussed on here uh please uh hit us up at busting balls pod on twitter or email us busting at gmail.com uh you have been listening to 
episode 63 of the Busting Balls podcast, either on our native SoundCloud feed, soundcloud.com slash busting dash balls, or the PWOM podcast network, soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only, or you can find us on Spotify, search Busting Balls podcast. Uh, John, any last words? I, I haven't do except just to uh, all hail Divakarigi, the savior of football. Football is nothing without Divakarigi. <laughs> all righty well uh we're coming up on christmas time here um you know we may actually get to squeeze in a christmas episode after all oh sweet we'll have to work out what we're going to do for this yeah, as if we, we have no yeah, <laughs> we, we, we will have to yeah i think we should well let's see what we could do we can try to squeeze in a uh christmas episode uh if we can time it just right maybe in two weeks we'll do that so uh yeah that works yeah, I think we should, especially since, you know, we, we'll have the Boxing Day fixtures coming up, too. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's going to enter into things. Yeah. Oh, the, the killer. Yeah, the killer part of the season. Yeah. The endurance test. Yeah, well, 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 while every other league in Europe has a winter break, yeah. <laughs> every other league in Europe knows what it's doing. I'm not, I'm not saying English, the English or the British in particular are exceptionalists, but... Yeah, we've seen what happens the last five years or so. Mm -hmm. So, uh, okay. Well, until then, uh, yeah, I think uh, we should be back in a couple of weeks. So until then, it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Good night.